Hey guys, welcome back to the Surf and Turf podcast. I appreciate you guys spending your time here. If you're new, strap in. We love to talk about gaming stuff. You know, share this with your friends. We're trying to get big, you know? Can you blame us? Anyways, in this episode, we're going to talk about the relevancy of gaming PCs. And in my opinion, I think they're going to take over. No more consoles. Let's get into it. I think I think instead of a new console, um, I'm gonna probably end up building a PC because I want to yeah. stream, start streaming, and I just want to build a PC or a, a streaming setup. Um, yeah. But I mean that's very expensive. Um, yeah. So that's what I'm. So I'm gonna just instead of buying the new Xbox or PlayStation, I think that's what I'm gonna do is just get PC and like because PC gate like they're dropping like exclusives on PC now. Yeah. Um, like we already said Valorant and Fall Guys. Um, I can't play those because I don't have a PC. <laughs> yeah, I mean Valorant. And and Fall Guys is on PS4, but it's not oh, cross-platform. Yeah, Fall Guys is on PS4, but you're right. I mean, Valorant and, you know, the, we've seen, a, 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 I guess, a shift of games being, like, brought to PC first and then eventually released. Because Valorant is supposed to release on console eventually, but, you know, we haven't heard anything about it. But no, I, I think moving forward, and I had this conversation with someone before, I think consoles are eventually just going to kind of die out. Like, they won't really be a thing anymore. Yeah. And people yeah. will just have to invest in, like, a pre-built PC, which are becoming cheaper, or just kind of hire someone to build one, or just build one. Yeah. Yeah. Building a PC has always been something I kind of want to do. I don't really know how to. But I'm sure there's YouTube videos, and I, I think I know someone who knows something about computers. Um, yeah, it's <laughs> it's not it's not hard. I mean, it's it's pretty easy to be mm -hmm. honest. Yeah, and like you said, there's guides everywhere, all over the internet. Plus, like, there's not other than the exclusive. There's not that much of the new consoles that is like super attractive. Like, yeah. Um, like the Switch, you know, it's a whole new system. We never really see, like you saw a little bit of it with the with the Wii U, but like mm -hmm. we've never really seen a game console that can go like on the TV and then on the go as well. Um, yeah, and have so many different aspects to it that is so cool. I mean, like PlayStation and Xbox tried with the Move and the um, Connect to kind of like compete with the Wii at the time mm -hmm. and those just kind of flopped um those were cool for a little bit but they would it was just like why do this but now i think um i've heard that the playstation vr is really cool that you can play like all your games in vr and like play madden and stuff in vr yeah. which would be super cool yeah no i i think that you know, PlayStation VR is definitely, you know, cool. And, and, you know, I think they, they did a good job on it, but I just don't think it had enough support. I think yeah. that I, al majority... I always forget that it's a thing. 
Yeah. I, I, I think the majority of people that wanted to play VR had already invested in it at that point with like mm-hmm. a computer and a Oculus Rift most likely is what people used. So it's not that I don't think, you know, PlayStation was very relevant with releasing VR. And it kind of goes back to the thing. Like, I feel like one day consoles are no longer going to be viable. I think that they're just going to be you know, straight people just building, you know, PCs and they might have some kind of like console interface. And, you know, the one thing, the one thing attractive about a console is the, the couch co-play. Yeah. To be able to sit, put it on your TV and sit on a couch and play with multiple people. Yeah. And, you know, that's, that is fun and, you know, fine and dandy, but, you know, we're moving more into an age and like right now, you know, we're moving into an age where, you know, if you can do it over, uh, if you can do it behind a screen, like people like that more because they can be, you know, they can feel like they're more themselves. They can, you know, be a little more ruthless and not have to suffer the consequences as if they were sitting right next to a person, you know? Yeah. And yeah, I feel that. And I mean, and split screen's not fun, but like that's another place where Nintendo wins. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> You know, I think Nintendo will be the ones that last the console war the longest. Yeah, um, they were like one of the first, right? Yeah, they were. They were the first out of the companies now, out yeah. of you know Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo. But you know, before that, there was Sega Genesis and you know, Ataris and stuff like that. So they weren't the only competitions. But they were the only ones that really made it out of the 80s and the 90s. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, early 90s or late 90s, early 2000s, you know, PS, the, you know, PlayStation Classic was released. And then, you know, Microsoft came around and, and made the Xbox original with the PlayStation 2 and the GameCube. And then, you know, now we're, you know, see the, <laughs> they continue to pass forward. But I think, I think, you know, consoles bring out another point where, you know, it's it's easier for, like, a parent to entrust, like, a kid to have a console. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know, you know, what age you were when you got your first console, Jimmy. But I was, you know, relatively young, like, 8, 9, or 10. And, you know, giving a computer, or, yeah, giving a child a computer at that age, like, I was never really allowed to use the computer that much or like the internet that much as like a child like i was always like if you got to use a computer like make sure it's like for school or like something like quick and then get off but like games like i could play games you know whenever i wanted we had a few we actually had a few like pc games growing up and that's like all we had for a while um so I guess you beforehand you asked me to say what my first console was, and I guess I started on PC because we yeah. had a bunch of like backyard games and like sport games that we would play like oh, with yeah. my parents or whatever, or like with a door open in our kitchen or in our like office, um, and it would just be us playing that game. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like my parents didn't let me have an i or a iPod Touch. For a long time, they kept trying to get me like knockoff ones that you couldn't use the internet for, um, yeah. because of those like because there's some scary stuff on the internet that parents don't really yeah. want their kids having access to. Yeah, and you know that's why. And even like when we were kids, mm-hmm. like you know my 
you know, we had internet growing up, but it was dial up. Like it wasn't fast. Like it was pretty slow. And, you know, we could only really use it, you know, every once in a while, you know, if we weren't expecting like phone calls or anything, like we weren't using the phone. I feel like that kind of portrayed our age at the point because, and, you know, the time frame we lived in where internet was, you know, just becoming a thing. But, you know, nowadays, you know, kids literally, you know, they get a computer or like an iPod. Yeah. Like, you know, an iPod, an iPhone, whatever, you know, you see, you know, 13, I mean, I remember I worked at a school district when I was in college, a senior in college, and I remember seeing, like, kids in sixth grade, and they literally had, like, a brand new iPhone 11 or 10, I think iPhone 10 at that point, and they had, like, the newest Apple Watch, and I had, like, an iPhone 6 in my pocket, and I was like, what is going on? Like, these kids are, like, 12 years old, and they have nicer things than I do. And I was like, holy cow. Yeah. But I think that's, like, a conversation for a whole different podcast. I mean, <laughs> very, very I don't true. think we want to open up that can of worms of, like, you know, what what do we expect, you know, kids to have access to these days? But, I mean, that kind of does limit a lot of parents where they say, you know, I could get my kid a console where, you know, he's less likely to get on the Internet and look at, you know, dangerous things you know pornography things like that or you know even you know chat with people in chat rooms that you know are sexual predators or something Mm -hmm. i mean that's that's a bit extreme but you know if you have like an xbox most likely kids are not going to surf the internet on the xbox they're going to play games you know Mm -hmm. and it would and it's most likely on a tv in a living room where parents are very easy it's very easy for them to see the whole thing yeah, like if a kid with like a gaming laptop could easily just take it back to their room and, mm-hmm. you know. A lot of kids, when they have like PC gaming setups, it's in their room. Yeah. And no. like, it's a smaller screen, so you can kind of hide it easier. But Yeah. No, I, I agree. But we don't need to get on to that topic quite or on this podcast. <laughs> we do not talk about porn. Okay, yeah, that was kind of weird. Uh, I'll cut that out. <laughs> Last week we talked about OnlyFans, and now we're talking about porn. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are we going to do? What can you do? Hey, guys, thanks for listening, and have a good one.